Are you living your passion? What is your passion? Welcome to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should enjoy living their best life, their Lux Life. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner. Welcome back to another episode of Lux Life Discovered. I have my co-host with me, Shannon Richmond. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you. How are you today? I'm always good. Good, good. Let, why don't you introduce our guest today? We have a very exciting guest in the house today. We have Larry Thompson, Jr., He's with Grand Slam Sports Tournaments, and when you hear what he has been bringing and doing to our community, you'll be blown away. Right. So, Larry, tell us about the tournament, how it originated, and let's just hear about that. Oh, how it originated. That was a long time ago. Um, no, basically, my son played travel baseball as a uh, youngster, and when he was 10 years old, the travel team he was on decided to go to Las Vegas for a big tournament, so we went out there and... And I remember sitting there thinking, you know, they're not doing a very good job of this. So my um, ego got the best of me. So for two years, I just jotted down a business plan as, as if one day maybe I could do something. And one day I decided to do something and uh, started up a little company called Grand Slam. And here we are 18 years later. So uh, it's uh, it's been a good ride. But no, it, it just uh, decided that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I felt like we could run good tournaments and uh, put kids first and not be all about the, the dollar like a lot of the organizations were at the time and still are. Um, and, and just, you know, it took off. We were very blessed. So when you did your f- first tournament, how many teams did you have and where were, like, were they mainly local teams? We had or? 42 teams in Columbus, Georgia on Halloween weekend of 2004. Oh, wow. Um, it was a little chilly. I remember it. It was at South Commons uh, Park in Columbus. A little chilly, but and uh, but we, we we had a great time. We made some good money, and it was like hmm, maybe. You know, and it was going to be a one time a month thing, and the next thing you know, it took off. Yeah. So now here we are, years later, and you have it here in PCB, and. Tell us the size and scope of the tournament now. So it's not just one weekend, though. No. no. So, so 18 years ago, when we first started Grand Slam, we, we ended up having uh, what our first World Series here uh, that, that year as well. And it was uh, a weekend. It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a four-day event. We had 61 teams. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, this is awesome. Uh, and, and so the next year we had – almost 90 teams. And so then I'm thinking, we might need a few more days. So we went from four days to a full week. And then over the course of time, we went to two weeks and then three weeks and now four full weeks uh, and just culminated this past uh, summer with the biggest summer we've ever had. So um, we needed four full weeks. And how many teams (laughs) did you have? We had 543 teams from 25 different states. Wow. And the what ages were they? Uh, This was 8-year-olds up to 18-year-olds, but predominantly 8-year-olds through 14. Okay. That's wow. unreal. And so the, so what kind of impact that does that do for our beaches? Like how many people do you bring to our beaches? The impact is uh, both – for me, it's all positive, for, but I know for a lot of people the traffic <laughs> is a negative – uh, because during during this time, the, the traffic is pretty bad. It, it, it's tough to get around here a little bit. But the hotels are full, the condos right. are full, the restaurants are full, the attractions are full. Uh, and this year, we, um, you know, 
according to the TDC, uh, our economic impact uh, for our events was a little over $30 million. Good gracious. And That's not a little, no. little piece of money. No. <laughs> and we were, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, today we were notified uh, that we, Sports and Events Destination Magazine, uh, recognized our World Series events and visit Panama City Beach as a champion of economic uh, excellence because of the awesome. numbers that we did have this past year and even last year during the pandemic. So, um, wow, congratulations. That's you. a huge yeah, honor. Yeah, we're, we're very, we're very, uh, very humbled, very blessed. No well, doubt about sure. that. So how does that <clears throat> help you plan for like next summer? So you do this. You know, it's in- all about numbers, uh, Rick. I, I, I used to could look at number, and I'm a big numbers guy, and I do a report every week to see how many teams we've had sanctioned or register with us uh, company-wide throughout the country. And then how many teams we've had pre-registered for the World Series. And that can kind of give me a good barometer of what the season is going to look like. Um, And just uh, last week, I looked at the numbers for the first time really hard. And we're already about 30 teams ahead of pace from a year ago. Wow. Which is a little scary in the fact that we – you know, we're getting to capacity, which which is a great thing, you know, and, and the fact is that's, you know, for instance, our second week of our world series uh, this past year, we were at full capacity at both the uh, new complex as well as Frank Brown park. And that's what we want to be for all four weeks. Uh, So, you know, hopefully teams will spread out a little bit and not pick that one week, uh, which it seems like they always do. So what would, okay, if you reach capacity, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you can't take any more of the capacity. Mm-hmm. What about the teams that qualify? What, what happens to them? We always hold what we have placeholders uh, that we always hold for, for those teams. And then okay. those teams actually have 30 days prior to the event to declare. And then if they don't, then we open that spot up. Okay. So you, you really can't overbook <clears throat> then. No. That's the way it's set up. Okay, yeah. Just wait, don't wait I, I made out, that. So. I made that mistake one time, and that won't ever happen. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? What experience <laughs> teaches us. Yeah. Well, good deal. So you do the economic benefit to the community is huge, and like you said, traffic. But you know, one thing I've learned from working in the last sixteen months, traffic means business, That's and right. you have I to mean, look at yes. it like that. No and doubt. So, I, but I do wish there was like a private road that only PC people, PCB <laughs> residents knew about. Only the locals. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to have like a certain that'd be nice buzzer or something to let you in. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's always good because the economic impact on the area is huge. This episode of Lux Life Discovered is brought to you in part by Steiner Event Group. Steiner Event Group is a national event planner that produces results for their clients. They offer event and wedding planning on any scale, hosting bridal shows, scouting talented models, and producing riveting concept photo shoots to help their clients expand their brands, products, and services. Whether you're a business professional aiming to take your brand to the next level, planning a corporate or private event, a bride seeking to have the wedding of your dreams, or a model ready to be discovered, Steiner Event Group is ready for you. It is, and the restaurants, like I said, you know, I, I I tell people all the time that you can blame me for the traffic. You can blame me for not being able to go out to eat without an hour or so with you, and that's fine because I'm I would rather you be blaming me than saying, "Hey, we're the teams." You know, yeah. we need the teams. Yeah. So, you know, everybody I've talked to had a, the best year they've ever had this past year. So, that's cool. exciting, and and it bodes well for the future. I mean, I, I've said it 
till I'm blue in the face when you take the world's most beautiful beaches and you take uh, events, not just Grand Slam, but uh, all the events that come here. You know, you, you, that's a winning combination. You can't beat that. Well, and two great facilities to host these events. No too. doubt. That's, that's huge. That they, they, and they're first-class facilities. They're right. not – I've traveled the entire country and played and, and hosted events and, at facilities, and you're not going to find a, a town that's got two – first-class facilities like Panama City Beach does. And, and, and we take that for granted a lot of times. But I, I can tell you from, from doing this for as long as I have, that it's just not, not existing anywhere but here. Well, and also in addition to your tournaments that you host, there are tournaments all summer long, from softball oh, to everything. co-ed to mm-hmm. just a little bit of everything. So it's always amazing. And sports is a huge economic impact driver for this destination. Always has been. And with a new facility, uh, catering mostly to rectangular sports, soccer, lacrosse, right. uh, seven-on-seven football, uh, things along those lines. That's just going to bring more people in, and so and that's why you're seeing more condos, more hotels being built, right. and why you see more apartment complex. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all you know, it it just goes around, and, and it's a it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. Well, good, good. So Shannon, why don't you talk about the Beach Care Board? That okay. You all are so everybody of. already knows that I'm part of Beach Care Services, and Larry this year is our president of Beach Care Services on the board. So do you he want to tell a us a little job. bit about what, how, why you got involved? I mean, I know you do so much for our community, yeah. and then to add a charity now, and then this and that. And you, do you want to tell us a little bit about what what brought you to Beach Care and and why you were the president? What made you say, yes, I'll do that? <laughs> um, because nobody else would, know. Um, That's probably a true story. No, <laughs> yeah. no um, we always, Grand Slam always put a team in the golf tournament that Beach Care hosted. And we, we basically put a team in pretty much every tournament that was in town. Uh, but I, something with about Beach Care every year that we played in that event, it was it was a feeling that I got that hey, this is a, it's a pretty awesome organization so I looked into it and then one day Skip Stoltz who uh, was on the board of Beach Care for many years and who's been with Domino's for many years he approached me and said hey would you like to be on the board of Beach Care and I said man that would be awesome and I I, I just I had a passion for it Um, and having been on the board now for five years it's uh, it's amazing what this what this board and what this organization does it's a very talented board you know, yeah. yes, excluding the president. I'm just up there to, as the figurehead this year, leading a group of wonderful and outstanding individuals that are worker bees that, that just do so much to provide for, you know, people who are down on their luck in the community, uh, whether it's with, with a you know, partial rental payment or a utility payment or a trolley pass or, you know, helping to, to find a job or, you know, whatever that they may need at that time. And, to know that uh, I'm part of a group that um, impacts this community like that is, is so fulfilling. Right. And we were talking, Mark Sheldon was <clears throat> on a, a previous pro- podcast, and he was talking about the board and how we had our meeting yesterday and how since, since the passing of Pine, we all just became more passionate and more vicious about we're going to raise more money and we're going to keep his name out there because he didn't start this to let it go. And um, I think our meeting yesterday um, really put us all in check. Uh, we're going to make this bigger than better and, you know, in his honor. He's been amazing, and he's done some great, great – I can't even 
say all the things that he's done. He's just so amazing, and he'll be sorely missed. And I just think Beach Care Services carrying on in his honor will be exactly what he wants. There's no doubt about that, Shannon. And and as I said yesterday, I feel like it's our job as board members uh, and responsibility to carry on that legacy. Um, and and you're right. I think we had a lot of passion in that meeting yesterday, and, and it was an emotional day. Um, but at the end of the day, I think all it does is reaffirm the individuals on that board and the passion and right. and the excitement and now with a little you know extra incentive to make sure hey you know pine's watching down on us and we don't want to be the ones that let him down you know so no way. Uh, we're going to work extra hard to make sure that beach care services is as vibrant and better for this community as ever well i didn't know him but a short time and uh, <clears throat> just the impact that he had on me already just is phenomenal because he truly would give you the shirt off his back. And he helped so many people and probably more ways than we you know, than we know. Oh, you know, I'm so, sure. Yeah. I mean, we see on the outside, we have no idea what he's doing. Exactly. You know, and, and he did. I will tell you a, a really quick funny story. The first time I ever saw uh, Bill Buskell was um, I was had just not been in, in down here very long, first five years, I guess, of Grand Slam. And uh, I was at a uh, TDC meeting, and this uh, gentleman, you know, dressed in flip-flops and shorts and, you know, kind of raggedy shirt and all, you know, ambles up to the podium. I'm like, oh, wow. And wants to talk about uh, bringing a jazz uh, musical event to this, to Pineapple Willies. And I'm thinking, Okay. I had no idea who the man was. So after the meeting, I was told, you, you know who that was? I said, no. He said, that's the owner of Pineapple Willies. I said, huh? <laughs> and then I started to get to know more and more about him. And uh, wow. You know, it was just the last, the, the last time I talked to him was when he presented us with a check after Pay It Forward. And he grabbed me by the arm. He said, "I apologize for not getting to many meetings here lately." Aww. And that was it. That that was what he said to yeah. me. You know, and that was just a few weeks ago. Uh, but you're right, Shannon. He's going to be sorely missed. But oh, yeah. man, what what a job we have in front of us as Beach Care board members to continue on now. With By the Sea Resorts, you have so many options, you never have to settle. By the Sea Resorts offers five restaurants and eleven hotels where you can enjoy the sights and the sounds of the Gulf spread out in spacious guest rooms or book your next event or meeting in one of our many customizable spaces for dining we're serving up sunshine and good times at all three of our barefoot restaurant locations or experience waterfront dining at the shrimp boat restaurant and enjoy live entertainment every weekend at house of urban by the sea resorts we're saving you a front row seat that's right it's something i just thought of, i don't know if you remember this pine was on our podcast last month when we recorded and um He's he's just fun. Like you, when he's talking, you're just like just sitting here, just listening, and you know, waiting to see what's going to come out of his mouth. But um, <laughs> he said something about the jazz festival, and I said, "Well, are you going to? Would you ever host that again?" And he goes, "No, I lost a million on that. I'm done with it." <laughs> 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 yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I sent him a text later, thanking him for being on, being on the podcast, and you know how much I enjoyed it. If I could ever do anything, let me know. And he replied, "Ditto." And um, I, t- I sent it to Shannon. I'm like, I, th- I think this is a good thing. Yeah, no, that was a really like, good thing. <laughs> Pine, it, it was one of those people too that he was he was always big about people giving back to the community. And I remember 
going to Shannon years ago and saying, you know, Pineapple Willies, they, I don't, they don't like Grand Slam. They don't sponsor. And she actually went to Pine for me, and Pine said, you know, I don't know that he gives back to the community enough. And that hit home with That's me. Interesting. I mean, yeah. that hit home with me big time. And so from that moment on, you know, I've tried to do my part because Pine's the one that pushed me to do that. And uh, I had a lot to be That's, thankful for. Yeah. And that's but like, I'm sure Shannon will remember that oh, story. Oh, yeah, I do. That was amazing. But, you know, that was the truth. It was. He it could was have just, said, just nah, being real. Not yeah. interested, but what he had said really helped you. Sure. And now you're impacting our community with giving back. Right. It's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he's a Panama City Beach Chamber member. Really? That- <laughs> yeah. And he also sponsors several of our events. He's he's just sponsored our golf or no not well always he's part of our golf tournament always even if he's not there he's still part of our golf tournament if he's having a tournament himself. But he sponsored our bowling tournament and now he's sponsoring our Christmas party that we're going to have in December. So right. um, he's making sure he's always trying to give back. Like, what can I do? Yeah. How can I help? That's, that's good. Which is amazing because a lot of people like to make their money and put it in their pockets, but he likes to make the money and spread it back out around the, the town, you yeah. know, where he lives, which is awesome. We're, we're not a brick-and-mortar, you know, business. We're not, we're not a business that's going to open its doors and people are going to come in and buy our goods, you know, in this community. That's not what we are. Uh, we're, we are an event-producing uh, company, and so – these these tournaments that we bring in and the people that we bring in that's you know what i what i feel like we do as far as bringing back to the the community but then it goes beyond that because um i live here so living here you take a vested interest in your community as well so it's it it, it's different when you live somewhere and you work there and, and you do something like we do because you've got a vested interest in it. Right. And, and I do know, that, you know, in the event business, I, I do go to other places and run events, but then I come home to Panama City True, Beach, yeah. you know. So, but giving back to to my home base is, is very, very important um, because Panama City Beach has been so good to, to me in Grand Slam. We want to make sure we repay that favor. Right, right. Okay, so on a personal note, mm-hmm. uh, you just became a grandpa. I did. And you have a? I have a granddaughter, Finley Ann Thompson, uh, apple of Paul Paul's eye. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you see my smile gets really, really big Absolutely. when talking about her. But, uh, yeah, she has uh, just turned a year old, as a matter of fact. And, wow, oh, a man, year? A year. And she, it's just uh, time flies when you're having fun. But she is She's amazing. She keeps uh, her dad on his toes as a football coach in, up in Georgia. But, uh, yes, it's – I never knew – people always told me, they said, wait till you have grandkids. You'll, you, it, it's amazing. It'll and things will change. And I – well, whatever. Okay, I get it, it now. I, I do – I understand now, believe right. me. So Larry and I are sort of neighbors. A street, there's a big street between us. So okay. we'd run into each other at the grocery store, and he has his favorite watering hole. He goes, okay, <laughs> that's my area. <laughs> Don't cross that line. No, I'm just kidding. But it's so funny because um, now we're neighbors, so we see each other much more often than we, we did. So uh, You can't get away from her. You know what? That, that, that I tell, and, and Shannon will tell you this, but anybody new comes to town, and they, I, look, here's who you need to know. Shannon Richmond, because she knows everybody, and she is famous for her quote of she can connect the dots. And so everybody that's new coming to town, I put 
put him on to Shannon. There you go. Well, you know, when I um, was referred to Shannon and the lady told me, she said, you need to go by the chamber and meet Shannon while you're in town. So I did because we were here for the week that summer. And I um, went back to the condo and Debbie said, well, how did you meet him go? And I said, it went really well. I'm a member of the chamber now. She's like, you're what? <laughs> so, yeah, if you were not a member when you met with her, you were going to I, be before yeah. you left. That's no doubt about that. But I, I can't right. say enough. The chamber's been been amazing for me. I mean, simply because and it's kind of what I was uh, alluding to a while ago, is the chamber's great for any kind of business. But, you know, for me, just to let the other businesses know that you know, we appreciate them and what they do when we bring these people to town. It's uh, right. that, that's that's kind of why I enjoy being a member of the chamber. And, and didn't you uh, win a big award? Um, like a big award? You know, I think a few years back we were the um, what was it? The business of business the year, of the year. something okay. like that. Just something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Look, we try to. You, you have to stay humble. You have yeah. to stay humble. So, where are you from originally? Originally, okay, so I was born in Ocala, Florida, but was only there for two years. And so I uh, grew up in a little town called Pine Mountain, Georgia, okay. uh, or should I say Callaway Gardens. People have heard of Callaway Gardens and not Pine Mountain, but it's <laughs> about an hour south of Atlanta and uh, grew up on a farm in the country. And uh, I'm just a country boy that uh, nobody really knows that side about me. But uh, that's interesting. That's, yeah. yeah. And you saw him light up when he got to talk about his granddaughter. Oh, no doubt. Uh-huh. George, I, I'm a Georgia boy living in Florida, but, you know, I, I love where I live now. Thankful for everything that yeah. happens in this great state. This episode of Lux Life Discovered is brought to you in part by Orville's Men's Store. Thank you, Orville's Men's Store, for supplying the men's clothing for today's podcast. For the absolute best in casual and dresswear for men, visit Orville'sMS.com. That's O-R-V-I-L-L-E-S-M-S.com. Oh, yeah, definitely. And back to the grandchildren real quickly. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what they can do that your children, and you'll find this out as she gets older, too, that if your child did, did it, you were furious. But they're yeah. the cutest thing ever and <laughs> when they do it. You know, it's like... It, it, I, I laugh at my son and his wife at times, and they say, what are you laughing at? I said, oh, no, I just remember some of the things y'all used to say, and now I'm looking at you <laughs> doing the exact opposite. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> payback, but it's fun to watch it, you know? It's and like, it's great. You can have fun and everything. <laughs> then when they get fussy, hey, Finn. JT, Shalia, come That's get your right. bike. <laughs> well, we always joke, it's great to see the headlights come down the driveway, and it's so exciting to see the taillights <laughs> leave. And then they're gone for like 10 minutes, and you, you have you the start house to miss quiet. Yep. And then we're FaceTiming on the way back to, when they're driving back to Louisville, you know, FaceTime the entire time. And couldn't wait to have the house to ourselves, and then that changed. So, well, good. So what's what's next on your agenda? So I know you've got the, the tournaments, but... What, what do you do in your downtime? Well, in the, the fall is kind of my downtime, and I spend a lot of time in Georgia. Uh, my son and my adopted son are both high school football coaches, and okay. they fortunately now coach on at the same school in South Georgia. And so I uh, try not to miss a Friday night football game in Georgia. I uh, go great. up and watch them uh, coach and uh, spend some time with the granddaughter. And, you know, I'm a huge uh, Georgia Bulldog fan, so – and Falcon fan and Braves fan. How about those Braves? Uh, I was very fortunate to go to World Series game. Uh, I think I went to game number three. Uh, Yeah, game three. And um, 
just huge sports fan. Imagine that uh, owning a sports <laughs> company. But that's you know I, I enjoy being around sports and my family during my downtime. That's well, what good. I try to do. I don't think you have a lot of downtime. I know the fall, but still, you're still preparing. We're gearing yeah. up already for next year, and there's a lot on uh, you know on our plate. Uh, but I, I have found that you know family is everything to me, and uh, I just. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make time for that during the fall. I, yeah. I put a lot of other things to the side, and it's, you know, what I prioritize. So, Well, you have to because if not, that, well, like you say, it keeps you grounded, keeps the vision where it should be in the focus. So that, that makes it makes a huge difference. Isn't that funny that he echoed what Mark said about know, family and children? And, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just who we are here. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's several people. Have, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I think people lose sight of that. I, I unfortunately lost my mom and dad, you know, at early ages, you know, 66 and 69. So uh, having one and only having the one son. So, you know, I have a very small family. And, um, you know, it, it's just when when you don't have that family or when you lose that family, you uh, it hits home. So I, I, I just tell everybody, look, family is everything. And sometimes, you know, maybe I put a little bit too much time, but I don't see no, how you can do no. that. So. No, you, you can't do that, that's for sure. <clears throat> so what do you think attracts so many people? I mean, I know we have the beaches. I was going to say, have you seen that white stuff <laughs> yeah, out there yeah. around that but water? I mean, but, but it's more than that, though, because you have a lot of people coming here that never go to the beach. Which, And I know it sounds crazy, but no, you I've talked to several people, and they're like, well, we actually haven't had time for the beach. And I'm thinking, you come to the most beautiful beaches in the world, but you don't have time to go. Well, I think uh, I think you you know the events themselves. If you look at the spectrum of events, from youth baseball, youth softball, and then just coming off the Ironman, you know triathlon, right. and then the musical events, so Gulf Coast Jam, Seabreeze Jazz Fest, uh, Unwind, uh, Home for the Holiday, it, it, you know that list, uh, a bike week. Um, Chamber has you know, a, a marathon that's a Boston qualifier. I mean, you sure, you yeah. go on and on and on about the just not small events. These are marquee national type events that are coming to this destination. Exactly. And so because you've got some of those events, you've got other events that want to come here. But you've got the beaches. You've got a tremendous retail establishment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, there's, it's just a lure of what we're, – we're not a big city. We're, we're kind of a laid-back, come rest and relax. And if you want to go to the beach, okay. But if you want to sit and maybe open the window and listen to the waves, right. okay, too. Yeah. Well, good. I wanted to bring that up because I want people to know it's more than just the beaches. Not no that, doubt. Not that there's anything wrong with the beaches. <laughs> don't get me wrong. So, and all that can be found on the Chamber Chamber website. Absolutely. Okay, on the calendar. Good deal. Well, Larry, thank you so much for being with us today. Sure. We thank you for having it. me. I appreciate it very much. Good. Go dogs. That's right. <laughs> well, that concludes this episode of Lux Life Discovered. So stay with us as we have Derek with Habitat Flooring on our next episode, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support our show, leave us a review. That's the number one way to help this show reach others just like you. Join us next time for another Lux Life Discovered.